so we're just going to focus on him today. Great and mighty is the Lord our God. How many remember that song? Great and mighty is he. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. Come on, we used to sing those kind of things. What a mighty God that we serve. Angels bow before him. Heaven and earth adore him. What a mighty God we serve. Amen. What a mighty God we serve. He's mighty. He's great. He's awesome. He's marvelous. Amen. Heaven and earth will bow before him. Amen. Just think about that. Think about how great he is. He's so great even Vladimir Putin will have to bow before him. Come on. He's so great and mighty that every terrorist nation around the world will have to come. And you got to think about that. He's so awesome and big that even the White House will bow before him. Amen. He's so big and awesome, all of Congress and the Senate will have to bow before him. I mean, just think how big and awesome he is and how great he is, how much power that he possesses in his hands. And you and I get to be so much a part of what he's doing and who that he is. And we get to assemble ourselves together in this place today and just honor him and glorify him and magnify him. And that we'll just recognize that he's bigger and greater than all of this other stuff. He is more powerful than all of it. Hallelujah. And so we get to just shout praises unto heaven today. Give him glory and honor and praise. Hallelujah. Praise God. Some of you came ready to have church. Yes. Glory, glory. Pastor friend said yesterday, what are you going to preach on? He said, are you going to preach on this mess? I said, no. He said, I think I'm going to. I said, well, God bless you. He said, what are you going to preach? I said, praise. Praise. I said, we're on the verge of something, and I've got to show them how to get it. Uh, when we were in worship today, uh, I, I just began to see that if you would have just reached your hand up, and you would have just pulled down, that you would have just brought the glory of God down on yourself and in this place, and you've got to know how to bring it the rest of the way. Amen. We always get close in America and we always get these glimpses of revival that'll last a few years. But what about something that would sustain you and bring you through? I mean, that would change the trajectory of your life. Amen. Uh, another stimulus check isn't going to change your trajectory. If I gave you a million dollars, it would not change your trajectory. But the glory of God can change the trajectory of your life and this nation and this church and everybody connected in the kingdom of God. I believe that and I know that it's true. And so we're going to go into the word of God today in a few moments, but I just can't help us just to enjoy his presence in this place. Hallelujah. Amen. Aren't you just glad you can sense his presence? Remember, remember back year, I was just learning to play the piano back when I was a, a young one. And, uh, we used to sing that song, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. I can feel his mighty power and his grace. I can feel the brush of angels' wings. I see glory on each face. Oh, my. Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. My God, my God. We're fixing to go back on these instruments in a moment if I'm not careful. My God, surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. Would you just worship him? You can sit right where you are. You can stand, but would you just lift your hands and worship him? I don't care if you're not used to it or not. Would you just give him a little bit of worship right now? Surely the presence of the Lord is in this place. <laughs> 
I can feel his mighty power and his grace. Hallelujah. My God, we do, God, we just worship you. We worship you, God. We, we just honor you, God, in this moment. We, we desire more of you, more of you in this place, God. We're desperate for more, God, as we sang earlier. Lord, let it rain. God, let, let, your, let, let, let your glory and your reign and your power just pour out on this place. So, God, we just worship you. God, we know that the only way that we're going to make it through, God, we know that the only way that we're going to come out better on the other side is because of you, not because of our job or our money, God, or our fame or any of those things, but because of you. So, Lord, we just give you glory and honor and praise in this place. Surely, God, we know that it must be you in this room today, none other. God. It's not because of the preacher. It's not because of the, the instruments, but God, it's because of you. And so God, we give you glory. Lord, we give you honor in this place today. Lord, we recognize you and the greatness and the power that you possess, oh God. So Father, we just worship you in this place, God. We honor you in this room today, great God that you are. We love you, mighty God. We love you, King Jesus. We love you, God. We just worship and praise and adore you, God in this room today. God, let that you would be exalted and be seen and be known in this room in every way, God, in every way possible in this place today. Mighty, mighty God, we worship you. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Good God Almighty. 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 Holy, 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 holy. Hallelujah. He andalaboriata. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Mighty, mighty God. We worship you. We worship you. Hallelujah. Glory. Jesus. Ah. Ha. Ha. <laughs> Glory. God wants to hear more of that kind of spontaneous worship. Hallelujah. We've perverted it in the church. Made it into something that wasn't intended, but he just wants to hear from you. Sometimes without our instruments and our pre-written songs, he just wants to hear pure, genuine worship from you when you when just thank him for who he is and thank him that you woke up with breath in your lungs and thank him that, that you, you made it through and that you didn't go bankrupt this week. Thank him that, that you're still alive and cancer didn't kill you or diabetes didn't kill you. Thanking you that, that he, he, he did other miraculous things. And you're, you're you hearing me thanking you and I that, that, that we woke up to another day. Amen. I, I saw this morning videos coming out of, I, I saw videos this morning coming out of Ukraine of those people having church. 
I mean, huddled up. There were even Russians and Ukrainians having church together. I just love it when God has a plan that comes together. When you begin to see people who have crossed the border who are Russian, who came into Ukraine just to have church with them and worship with them, just saying, we're going to stand together with you. We're going to worship our God together. I like that. I, I love that. See, God wants to hear that kind of prayer without any instruments or anything. They were just huddled together in, in underneath the earth, just having church down in the subways. Amen. Come on. God wants to hear that kind of praise when we get off our instruments and turn off our big spotlights and we're just going to huddle up and have church and thank God. They were thanking God. They woke up and they weren't annihilated this morning. Amen. They were thanking God. They, they had the strength to go through another night. Amen. And you, sometimes the, most of us in America, we can't even muster enough thanks and praise to give him thanks for all that we have. You're not hiding in a, in a basement or in a subway. Amen. We're, we're not having to run for our lives or picking up arms. Our government isn't handing out weapons. No, uh, we don't have to do those things. And yet sometimes we just struggle to give God adequate praise, but they're down to next to nothing and they're still giving God praise. You and I need to really learn who God is and he's about to show up and show off and show you who he really is. Amen. I'm going to tell you, you better get ready to give God praise in all things. It's about to get bad. And I don't mean that to scare you, but I'm telling you, prices and all of those things, everything is going to be tight and difficult. And the church had better remember how to praise God. Don't you look at your job or your checkbook or for your stimulus check to be your resource. Amen. I am making plans. This church is, I always think forward. We're going to think forward to keep being a resource to our community and to you that you ain't going to have to worry about eating. We'll have it for you. You won't have to worry about having heat. We'll have it for you. Are you hearing me? Because we, uh, we trust and believe in who he is more than any other thing. And so through it all, we've got to know how to give God praise. Hallelujah. Continually, always giving God praise. So I wanted to speak this morning for a few moments. I believe God might just want to interrupt it, but we're gonna, I'm going to share just a little bit of this anyways. I knew that God wanted to speak on praise, and I can tell and sense that some of you came in with an expectancy and a desire to lift up his name. And so I don't want to hinder that or squash that. We need to keep giving him praise. If you need to praise him during the message, praise him during the message. If you've got to grab a worship flag and start worshiping, go start worshiping, whatever it takes. But we are going to just acknowledge and honor his name today. But I want to share with you and speak to you for a few moments on permeating praise. My God, I've preached out of this particular text a few times in my life. And when I woke up yesterday morning, I was thinking about the word and God said, he spoke to me, permeating praise. How many know there are some places that you can go in this life or some of our colognes that we'll wear, it will just permeate through the atmosphere. Some of y'all talk about how you can smell me even when I'm not in the building. The offices always sort of smell like me. Because it permeates the atmosphere. It's a good smell for everybody who doesn't know. <laughs> because some of you know that there are some smells that permeate and they're not so good. Hallelujah. And so when he said permeating praise, I started thinking, Lord. Because to permeate means to, 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 to cover an atmosphere. To fill a room. 
to spread through something to be present in every part. Ah, did you hear that? Permeating praise. To permeate means to spread through, to be present in every part. So when he, when we are offering up praise and he begins to inhabit, he is spreading through and becoming a part of every part. Mm. Get a hold of that if you would before I, I, I don't want to just jam this down your throat. You need to realize when you and I praise him and he enters into the room. Some of you might remember about a year ago, I preached a message in the room. And when Jesus comes in the room. It'll change everything. The atmosphere changes. And so when you and I offer up praise to him and begin to shout under God with a voice of triumph and, and begin to elevate our praise and our voices and our instruments and our hand claps and all of that, he fills that room and he becomes present in every part. Meaning there is no area of your life or this place that is untouched by his presence. Oh, God. Hallelujah. Permeating praise. He's touching every part. Every part. Amen. Every part. Glory to God. We're going to go into Psalms 34 in a moment. Before we do, I'm gonna, uh, th this scripture came to me just before uh, I, I walked down to, to begin service this morning. Isaiah 59, verse 19. Isaiah 59, 19, hallelujah, says, For he will come in like a narrow rushing stream, which the breath of the Lord drives, overwhelming the enemy. Mm. The breath of the Lord drives it, overwhelming the enemy. My God. What were we just singing about? There is a river whose streams make glad. We were just singing, Lord, let it rain all across this nation. The Lord drives this stream. The Lord drives this, this rain overwhelming the enemy. Hallelujah. Your praise will get the attention of heaven. Your praise will do things. It will activate the hand of God. It will activate the breath of God. Just think about if God would just open his mouth and begin to breathe against our enemies, begin to breathe against everything that's coming against you and I, begin to breathe against everything rising up around the world today against other people. If God would just open his mouth, what will cause that to happen? Your praise will get the attention of all of heaven from this place today. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Look at Psalms 34. That's where I want to begin. We quote it often. I was quoting it earlier as we were giving God praise and honor in this place today. Psalms chapter 34. Let's read just these first uh, four verses if we can. If you don't have your Bibles, check it out on the screen behind me. Glory, glory, glory. Are you ready? Then I want you to shout permeating praise. Oh, God. Look what this says. It says, I will bless the Lord at all times 
His praise shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Look at that last verse. I sought the Lord and what? He, oh my God, come on church. I sought the Lord and yeah, he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. You better start believing in who he is and what his word declares. We will bless the Lord at all times in the good and the bad and the ugly, in the broke, busted, and disgusted, in the times when we're wealthy, when we feel healthy and when we don't feel so good. Amen. When our heart is broken and when we're in love all over again, it doesn't matter. At all times, we will bless the Lord. We've got to begin to stop praising God based only on circumstance. Boy, we're, we're a bunch of bipolar people if I've ever known more than you even know because we only praise God when we feel good. We only praise God when everything's going great. We, we, we don't have the audacity to give God praise when we don't have any money in our wallet or, or when we're heartbroken or when they walked out on us or when they cheated on us. Come on. Or when we look like a fool. We, we, we just don't have the boldness to do that. But the word declares, I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will continually be in my mouth. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. Our praise is the pathway to, to produce his presence. Your praise is the pathway to produce his presence. If you are ever in a situation and you need help, just begin to praise God. In a hospital room and at a loneliness in the middle of the night, amen. If you're poor, if you're hungry, the pathway to his presence is praise. If you need to get the attention of God, praise him. Hallelujah. What we need to do as a nation right now is praise him. There is nothing that the White House can say that is going to change the trajectory of things. But what we can do is praise God. I, I was talking to God about this. What you and I need to do as a nation is we need to begin to praise God. We need to elevate the name of every, every other name, Jesus Christ. We cannot give glory to, to, to uh, de devils and demons around the globe. We need to give glory and honor to the King of kings and the Lord of lords and choose right now that in the face of adversity and the fa face of all kinds of threats and fears that we will bless the Lord at all times, that we're going we're gonna to prepare a pathway to his presence through praise. Glory to God. I will, it says, I will bless the Lord. It means I've decided. I've decided. Some of you need to learn and just make a decision today. I will bless the Lord. I don't care if I'm going to look crazy or look a little Pentecostal or look a little like one of those tongue-talking crazy people. I will bless the Lord. I don't care if it looks like I have ants in my pants. I will bless the Lord at all times. I don't care how ridiculous, because I understand that some of the things that I've gotten, I got myself out of, well, I didn't get myself, but my praise got me out of some situations that never should have turned out the way that they did. But because I made a decision to, I will bless the Lord at all times, I created a pathway 
to his presence through praise. You and I need to understand when, when things are going wrong, you need to be able to lift up the name of Jesus and make a decision. I will bless the Lord. And if you'll get a hold of that, you, you'll begin to understand that your praise will pay off. Your praise will pay off. See, I, you've heard me say, don't ever expect people to understand your praise because they don't understand your problem. That's why I'm not interested. I don't need your approval whether you like the fact that I might shout. I don't need your approval or for you to like it that if I wasn't stuck and glued to that stupid piano bench, I'd be dancing all over the front of this place. If, if I wasn't, I don't need your approval because you definitely don't understand my problem. You haven't lived through what I, you might have lived through something like it, but it was still different than your problem. Don't, I don't like it when people say, I know what you mean. I know how you feel. No, you don't. No, no, you don't. Unless you're Holy Spirit, you don't know because you weren't with me while I cried through the night. You weren't with me when they walked away. Are you hearing me? You, 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 nobody was with you when they betrayed you like they did. Nobody was with you and, and lived with you and cried with you like he did, like, like Jesus did. So, so be careful when you tell people you know what they're going through. No, you don't. So because you don't know what someone goes through, you cannot begin to understand their praise. So you need to set aside those kind of uh, ideals and, and things that we often worry about out in the church of what someone might think and realize that they've not lived through your problem. Therefore, they'll never understand your praise. You don't need to worry about why I sweat like I do when I give God praise because I empty myself before the Lord before I ever get up to preach. And if my God, if some of you would begin to do that breakthrough might just happen. Your miracle is, uh, I used to say, we're one shout short of a miracle. We're one breakthrough short. Uh, we're one shout short of a breakthrough. We're one, we're one hand clap short. I, I often believe that, that so many times we get so close to victory, but we, we, we just fall short so many times. But if we'll get the attitude and the mindset that we'll bless the Lord at all times, praise will always be on our lips. I'm going to prove this all to you this morning, that, that if you get a hold of praise, that God is about to open up the heavens for for you in this place. Hallelujah. Because praise is, is, praise is permeated with productive power. It's a productive power. My God. I can't get ahead of myself because there's about three, four weeks we're going to deal on praise. And by the time we're done, it blessed me when I saw that young man picking up that shofar over here. All by himself. I, I don't think anybody told him to do it, but he picked it up and started blowing that thing. And it's not easy to do. It's really not. I've tried and failed. <laughs> Who would thought these big jaws didn't have enough strength to make that thing work? It's important that you and I understand that our praise is permeating power. They were showing images of, on the news of what a, a nuclear bomb might look like. Anybody else see those? And how even just the sound wave from it will level buildings. And I thought, wow, isn't that something? And then the Lord was stirring this in him about his permeating power. And if you and I would just get a hold of understand what praise can do, like around the walls of Jericho. It, it had the effect of what a bomb could do, but it wasn't a bomb. It was just praise. Permeating power. 
See, we, we, we can stand back and complain as a church about all the things that are going wrong locally and in our nation, but what God really needs us to do is praise. Because that's what gets the, the God to move the hand of God. Prayer will move the hand of God, but your praise will move the hand of God. It's permeating power. It, 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 it will move. It will do things. I, I want you to look at Second First uh, Chronicles chapter four, verse one. Hallelujah! I'm about to show you something. I I, I quoted this a couple of weeks ago when when we were in a in a in a moment of just praise, and I told you about the the, the sons of Judah. Oh, here we go. The sons of Judah. And you're going to need this because we're going to come back to it a few times over and over and over again throughout these next few weeks. The sons of Judah. First Chronicles chapter 4, verse 1. Look at it. The sons of Judah. Oh, my God. If you don't know what Judah is, I'm about to tell you. The sons of Judah were Perez. Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shabal. Now, that's not a scripture that most people would look at and begin to preach from. But that's why I'm going to show you what it means. The sons of Judah. Who is Judah? What does Judah mean? It means praise. Judah means praise. So the sons of Judah, or the seed of Judah, or the seed of praise... Are the following Perez, Hezron, Hezron, Carmi, Hur, and Shabal, and all of them have meaning, and all of them are related to your praise. So get ready, my friend. Tell tell your neighbor, say, get ready. Oh, come on, don't go to sleep on me. Say, get ready. Because out of your praise is coming these things. Uh, Judah means praise. Out of your praise. And we're going to start with this first one today. That's why we won't get through them all. I won't even try it. But so we're going to deal with the first one. And I already said that it was in the room. I, this first one is the sons of Judah were Perez, which means breakthrough. Meaning your, your praise will bring forth breakthrough. Are you he- hearing me? I'm not losing you already, am I? I mean, this is, pretty, this is pretty basic. The sons of Judah, which means praise, or out of your praise comes Perez. And Perez, his name was Perez because his name meant breakthrough. We're going to go through this over the next couple of weeks, and it will bless you and help you and, and, and challenge you. I'll go ahead and tell you what the other ones are just to tease you a little bit uh, and, and let you know where we're going to be going. Then, then next week we'll look at uh, Hezron, which means weapons. Your praise produces weapons. Your praise is a weapon of mass destruction. That's why I said earlier, whatever they want to threaten, bring it on, baby, because we will praise the Lord in the face. That's why even through Scripture, the Bible says that they would send the praisers out first into battle. They didn't send tanks, you big wuss. They sent praisers. Are you hearing me? Because they understand what praise can do. Praise can intimidate an enemy. And so the sons of Judah were Perez, Hezron, which is weapons, Carmi, which means anointing. Oh, we already talked about the anointing for a few weeks. Then her, which means a wall of protection. Oh, in other words, my enemies can look, but they cannot touch. Oh, see, I must be preaching to myself. That's okay. 
that's okay. While, while, while I'm receiving breakthrough and while I'm receiving a wall of protection and while the anointing of God is working for me and while weapons of mass destruction are being deployed on my behalf, you all just sit there and watch while God begins to pour out. If you want to go to sleep, it's all right. Then, then the last one, Shobal. Where we'll end this series at is Shobal, which means your praise will produce overflow. Oh, God. So if you and I would get a hold of our praise, breakthrough is yours, weapons are yours, the anointing is yours, protection is yours, and overflow is yours. Hallelujah. The permeating praise of God. Hallelujah. We're going to give him the praise that will permeate the atmosphere. And as it permeates the atmosphere, these are the things that are released to you and I. Thank you, Jesus. Breakthrough is ours. Breakthrough is ours. Hallelujah. God's presence manifests where there is praise. His presence manifests where there is praise. I told you earlier, the pathway to his presence is always praise. Glory to God. I know one thing I've learned. If you and I don't learn to praise him, you will never produce and you will never be promoted. You've got to learn to praise God. The church has got, that's why the Bible says, enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Most of the church gets into the gates, but they've not yet entered the courts because we have not learned how to praise. Hallelujah. I said it earlier uh, a couple weeks ago, we go ankle deep, knee deep, but we never get the whole way in because we know how to sort of thank him. We know to get, get, get uh, the, the, the sense that he's in the room, but we've not yet entered into the courts because we've not fully learned how to praise him. When you and I will lay down all of our other ambitions and thoughts and worries of what people think or that that camera's on or that anything else or that people will think you've lost your mind, if we would just learn to give God praise, you will understand you go to a deeper place in him. He'll make more things available to you than you have ever seen. Glory to God. The Bible says in John chapter 4, the Father seeks those who worship him in spirit and in truth. I love that scripture because it, it, it gives me the idea, if you really study it out, when it says that the Father is, seeks those, seeketh those. To seek, it means he is diligently seeking. How many have ever been on a scavenger hunt or an Easter egg hunt? And I mean, some of y'all will fight to get to those things. Right. You're, 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 they'll fight. I've watched kids who are on an Easter egg hunt, scavenger hunt, and they'll fight. Some of us adults do it too. Come on. Black Friday is a good example. There we go. I know Cindy up here, craziness. I mean, you all are nuts. Glory to God. I've watched people, we embarrass, we'll embarrass ourselves trying to get in Walmart or Kohl's or Macy's or whatever your place of business is. We will humiliate ourselves, tripping, elbow and kicking, whatever we have to do. We'll go and camp out. But boy, we won't do that to get a touch of the presence of God, now will we? Oh, God. That scripture says that the Father is seeking meaning he's diligently seeking like you and I diligently we will seek out a deal on Black Friday. I mean, you got the, you, you're scrolling your phone a week before. You've got the plan of what time you'll go and where. And, and we'll hunt it out. We're, we're scouring the stores and, and doing all that. And it's like what God does. He is diligently seeking. I mean, he is scouring and diligently looking for those who will worship him and give him praise in spirit and in truth. And I believe it's a hard thing for him to find people who will, will really worship him in spirit and in truth. He's looking for you and I to give him praise. Hallelujah.
We're mandated to give him praise. Hallelujah. Mandated to give him praise. Hallelujah. Mandated to bless the Lord. That's why the Bible says what? Let everything that hath breath praise the Lord. So look over at your neighbor and say, neighbor. Are you breathing? Then praise the Lord. See, the mandate is not whether you feel like it. The mandate is not whether, whether, whether uh, you think you have anything to give God praise. The mandate, the command is, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So notice it doesn't have anything to do with your feelings or the balance in your checkbook or your job or whether people like you to date or not or whether you got in a Facebook fight or not. That's not the mandate. The mandate is let everything that has breath so if you're breathing, then you and I are required to praise God. Oh, my. Hallelujah. So now that means we've got to start elevating our voices. We've got to be willing to give God a hand clap of praise. We've got to maybe once in a while just give God a shout of glory and honor and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will always be in my mouth because I'm breathing. Hallelujah. Devil, if you want to stop me from breathing, you're going to have to take the air from my lungs. But I will bless the Lord at all times. Glory to God. Praise the name of the Lord. So our mandate's to praise the Lord. Our mandate's to praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, I want to give drop so much stuff on you. We'll have to come back to some of it because I want to get to this one part. Cindy, put that on. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Whew. Mm. He said in Exodus 25, and let them make me a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Dwell means to habitate, to take up residence, to permanently reside. Oh my God. Or to tabernacle within. To tabernacle means to be all tied up within, interconnected, interwoven, not easily broken. Oh, come on. See, we, we, we've given this idea that sort of we, we screw up or we step out in our flesh one moment that he, he leaves. Nope, not according to that. He's tabernacling with me. He, he, he's, he understands that I am flesh and I am spirit. He understands that sometimes Adam will yell at the person who cuts him off. He understands that the spirit that dwells on the inside of me is greater and bigger and more powerful than that flesh that will sometimes creep its head up and pop up here and there. He says to dwell. He wants to habitate. Get a hold of that. that your mighty God, the creator of the universe, wants to habitate with you wants to take up residence with you, wants to permanently reside with you, wants to tabernacle with you. Think about it this way, that, that we, we treat God like a hotel when he really wants to be like a home. I mean, for real. Oh, we like to check in and I always enjoy getting away and staying in a hotel. I don't have to make my bed. I don't have to pick the towels up off the floor. I just leave a little tip and they'll do it for me. I love it. 
I don't have to pay for the electric or the cable or any of those things. I just check in and I can check out. Isn't that exactly what the church has done with God in America? We'll just check in on Sunday. We walk out the door, we check out. We'll see you next week, Lord. I checked into the hotel and I'm fixing to check out in just moments. But what God really wants to do when he says that, that he wants to create and be a sanctuary that, that he can inhabit with you is he wants to be all tied up within, meaning I want to be a part of every decision. And my God, I want to mourn with you when you mourn. And I want to celebrate with you when you celebrate. And I want you to know that even when you don't feel that I'm near, that I'm near. I want you to understand that he wants to have that kind of relationship with you and I, that, that we understand that he is there. How do we have that? And it comes through praise. The Bible says that he inhabits or takes up residence or lives with or creates a home the praises of his people. This is why praise is so important. I know it might bore you and you're thinking, is he ever going to quit? And so we can get to the message and get out of here. I want to get to Red Lobster. That's all fine and good. Then you're probably at the wrong church. Try the one down the street and to the left. And the reason I say that in all love and things, the reason I say that is because I'm trying to get you to be able to attain and grab a hold of the things that you've heard about. The church has preached about the promises of God and we've, we've told you everything that the Bible promises, but how much of it have you really possessed? I mean, let's just be honest. We hear testimonies and then we're there like, huh? Uh, ain't that work for me because praise is a big part of it prayer is but praise is powerful permeating praise it will it will level adversaries it, it will it will create such a space that everything that god promised it has space to land the reason that we haven't been able to receive is we haven't made room for it my god i'm about to preach in here the bible says in, in malachi he, he says test me now in this and see if i will not in other words, that's talking about giving, but even more than that, it's talking about you and I trusting in him enough to, 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 to test him in it. Enough, in other words, in, even in our praise, that we would create such an atmosphere big enough that God could land and provide to you everything that he's promised. The, the, the caveat is, he said, see if I will not open the windows of heaven, that you do not have room enough to receive it. The, the reason that we haven't received is because we haven't made enough room. I mean, even in our home, there's no room for him. We got our big screens. Oh, we got our computers, our big luxury couches, our recliner. Where's his? I'm totally for real. Your entire home is about you. We'll shop and hoard. Hallelujah. Where's the room for him? He desires to, I, I, I'm not saying a literal chair. I'm saying, where, where is it that you actually consider the fact that he loves you so much? He just desires that you and I praise him enough. He says, I want to inhabit you. I want to take up residence with you. Think about that. We often feel his presence in this place, but you need to feel it in your car while you're driving home. You need to know and sense his presence when you are sitting at home that you could just sit down on the couch. And when you ain't got nobody to cuddle, every single person in this place, you say, Father, it's so nice to cuddle up with you. If he wanted to leave, fine. 
If she wanted to leave, fine, but cut up with Heavenly Father. I'm totally serious. Create some space for Him. Allow Him. He is the one that is going to bring healing and nurture you to where you are ready to, to, to date again. I don't know who I'm preaching to, but i got to say that for somebody. He is the one. Stop trying to think that you're going to find what you need in another man or another woman or another human being. No, it is going to come the, through the permeating power of your praise. If you will cuddle up to him and say, Heavenly Father, I need you. I need you in this place. Let him cry with you. Let him wipe every tear. The Bible says that he saves your tears. There is not a man or a woman walking this earth that's saving and worried about how many tears you're shedding but him. He cares about those tears. I'm talking to somebody in this room today. Hallelujah. And all of that becomes accessible through your praise. Through your praise. He wants to be... Be, 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 be connected to you. Glory to God. Glory to God. I learned something leading worship over the years is that, that the reason that, that praise and worship teams and praise and worship is such an area of controversy in the church is because it's the one area that Lucifer, the devil, used to possess. You need to understand that who is the devil, Lucifer. And he's jealous of you. He's jealous of you. When you and I give God praise, we intimidate the enemy because we have what he once did. It makes the devil angry. It makes him jealous. It makes him intimidated. So what we need to do is just intimidate the enemy by giving God praise. See, when you and I, when you and I give God praise, we occupy the, the place Lucifer once possessed. If you want to defeat a devil, give God praise. Lucifer was in charge of praise and worship in the heavens until we got jealous, till, till, till he started thinking more highly of himself than he should. That's why the Bible says, I will bless the Lord at all times. Oh, magnify the Lord with me. Things start opening up. Things start happening when you and I give God praise. When you and I give God praise, hallelujah. I, I want to jump to something because this is where I, I think I need to end up this morning. Because breakthrough, I said earlier, breakthrough is in the house. And when we fix to, to close in moments, we're going to start giving God praise and receiving our breakthrough. But I want to show you in Scripture a woman. I'm not going to take the time to read the text because it is lengthy. But write it down and read it later, would you? It's in Genesis chapter 29. Oh my God, it's so powerful. It's so awesome. I love this particular chapter. Genesis chapter 29. And you can read verse 15 through like 33. Oh God. story the story is for someone I sense it in this place Genesis 29 I'll forget it I'm going to read it to you because it's for somebody so just bear with me Because your breakthrough depends on it. 
Look at this, verse 15. Then Laban said to Jacob, Because you are my relative, should you therefore serve me for nothing? Tell me, what should your wages be? Now Laban had two daughters. The name of the elder was Leah. And the name of the younger was Rachel. Leah's eyes were delicate, but Rachel was beautiful in form and appearance. Now Jacob loved Rachel. So he said, I will serve you seven years for Rachel, your younger daughter. And Laban said, it is better that I give her to you than that I should give her to another man. Stay with me. So Jacob served seven years for Rachel. And they seemed only a few days to him because of the love that he had for her. Then Jacob said to Laban, give me my wife, for my days are fulfilled that I may go into her. And Laban gathered together all the men of the, of the place and made a feast. Now it came to pass in the evening that he took Leah, his daughter, and brought her to Jacob. And he went into her, and Laban gave his maid, Zilpha, to his daughter, Leah, as a maid. So it came to pass in the morning that, behold, it was Leah. And he said to Laban, What is this you have done to me? Was it not for Rachel that I served you? Why then have you deceived me? And Laban said, It must not be done for our country to give the younger before the firstborn. Fulfill her week, and we will give you this, one also for the service, which you will serve with me still another seven years. Then Jacob did so and fulfilled her week. So he gave him his daughter Rachel, as wife also. And Laban gave his maid, Billa, to his daughter Rachel as a maid. Then Jacob also went into Rachel. And he also loved Rachel more than Leah. Watch that. He loved Rachel more than Leah. And he served with Laban still another seven years. When the Lord saw that Leah was unloved, he opened her womb. But Rachel was barren. So Leah conceived and bore a son, and she called his name Reuben. For she said, the Lord has surely looked on my affliction. Now therefore my husband will love me. Then she conceived again and bore a son and said, because the Lord has heard that I am unloved, he has therefore given me this son also. And she called his name Simeon. She conceived again and bore a son and said, Now this time my husband will become attached to me. Look, she's doing everything she can to try to get him to love her. She says, Now this time my husband will become attached to me because I have borne him three sons. Therefore, his name was called Levi. And she conceived again and bore a son and said, now I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah. Then she stopped bearing. Watch this. I told you earlier that praise came from Judah. Judah came from a woman that was broken a woman that was bleeding, 
a woman that her daddy manipulated and had given her to a man that didn't even want her. This woman was mused and abused. She had no attention and no love. So to summarize that text, all that we just read, I I want you to understand when when she was mused and abused and overlooked and, and really just used simply to bring forth heirs, that was really all. Jacob loved her sister so much more. She was prettier. So when he lay with her the first time and she named her first son Reuben. And why this is important is because she named her first run, her first son Reuben because Reuben means see me. In other words, she said in the text, she said, I'm going to name him Reuben. Notice what she said, because I hope that he'll finally see me. How many times do we do things in life hoping that we're going to be able to manipulate somebody into giving us what we need? Oh, if we would have known what we know now, back when we were younger, some of us, man, we could have saved ourselves so much grief. Trying to get the people to be who we need them to be. I'm over trying to change people into being home. If you ain't who I need you to be, hit the road, man. Are you hearing? But she was naive and she just wanted him to look at her like he looked like like he looked at her sister. So she said, I'm gonna name this first son Reuben, and it means see me. Didn't work, and so she got pregnant again and bore the second son, and she said, I'm gonna name this son Simeon, which means to hear me. Because when, my, when I realized that this man, that I, I just want him to, to, to see me and he won't see me, maybe if he really hears me. How many have ever tried to get your spouse or someone that you love just to hear you? Just to hear the hurt and the pain and the trauma of what you've been through. My God, I know I'm preaching to somebody. Or we wanted to get our parents. We just wanted them to see us or hear us. It didn't matter what we did. It didn't matter what, what things we tried. It didn't work. And so when, 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 when he, she tried to get him to see her and he tried to get her to hear her and it didn't work, she bore a son again and his name was Levi. And Levi's name means to be joined to me. She thought, well, if I can't get him to hear me and I can't get him to see me, at least maybe I can hold on to him and never lose him. And I'll just settle with that being enough. But even after giving birth to Levi, nothing changed. Nothing changed. He still didn't see her. He still didn't hear her. He still wasn't joined with her. He still had an eye for her sister. And she's barren and finally I love this about her she understands when she could not be seen and when she could not be heard and when she could not be joined she kind of got like some of you and I get this is how I get I'm done with this I'm one of those that I'll sort of go again and I'll try again and then there, I get to a point 
or I sort of say enough is enough. She sort of got to this point and she said, well, I, he, won't be, he won't see me. He won't hear me. He won't be joined to me. She said, I'm done with this, but let the Lord be praised. The Bible says that she decides what man can't, can't or what man won't what men won't won't give to me what men won't do for me what if this man chooses not to see me if this man chooses not to hear me if this man chooses not to be joined to me then i'm going to turn to someone that i know will hear me someone that i know will see me someone that i know does want to be joined to me and so i'm going to turn to god and so she she turns to god and she decides that she's going to to bear one more son because she turned to God and she got revelation and she said, nothing I've done bearing him. All these children hasn't got his attention. He doesn't see me, hear me. He doesn't look at me. He doesn't love me. He won't be joined to me. None of these things. And so once she got tired of trying to manipulate the circumstances to get someone or something to be what she needed, she said, I'm done with this. I'm done trying to get somebody to love me and accept me as I am. Because some of you have been trying so long and nothing you have done has been right. It doesn't matter if you would do it the way that they ask you to, it still wouldn't be right. They'd still hit you upside the head. They'd still tell you you were stupid. You'd still never be good enough. It didn't matter if you were the perfect child, they still would have treated you the way that they treated you. But this is the moment for you and I. If you and I would get this revelation like this wonderful woman got, she said, when, when Jacob, since he won't see me, since he won't hear me, and since he won't be joined to me, she said, but Lord, because you've kept me, Lord, because you've loved me, Lord, because you, you've given me grace and mercy and goodness and greatness, and God, because you, you, you love me when nobody else would, and God, because you've given me strength to get through everything you've given me strength to get through, and God, because you listened when nobody else would listen, God, I will bless you. God, I will give you praise. And so she got tired of trying to satisfy man, trying to satisfy and appease man, and a shift took place within her that was deeper than you and I could ever imagine. She said, I'm done trying to be eager and worry about what I say and what I do and that I look right and that I sound right and that I do everything just right. The Bible says that she said, I'm going to get, I'm going to let this man lay with me one more time. He might think that I'm still trying to get his love, but oh no, I have a bigger plan. She said, I'm going to let him do it one more time, but it'll be the last. I'm going to lay with him. He won't know. I'll conceive. And the Bible says that when she lay with him and she conceived one more time, she conceived and she got pregnant. And she named that son Judah. She named that son Judah. Notice what, what she said. And when she conceived again and bore a son and said, now I will praise the Lord. Therefore, she called his name Judah. And then she stopped bearing. She named her last son Judah. 
Because she said, when I can't be seen, heard, or be joined to, I'm gonna, I will bless the Lord at all times. I will, praise will continue to be on my lips. And out of Judah, what did I tell you earlier? The sons of Judah. Then Judah grew up and Judah produced sons, hallelujah. And the first son that he produced that was his was named Perez. Perez means breakthrough. What this woman did not know, see, this is why it's important that you and I understand what our praise will do. Your praise won't just help you out of a situation. Your praise will help deliver your offspring. Your praise will help bring breakthrough for those that, that, that you bore, that those in your family, those connected to you. Are you hearing me? So she, she, she brought forth and she said, I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will be on my lips. She produced in that moment breakthrough. She said, he's never going to love me the way I need to be loved, but I will bless the Lord. God, you've loved me. God, you've accepted me. God, you've been with me through all of this. See, have, have you ever seen what God has for you? Have you ever just taken a moment to just really try to understand all that God has for you? If you and I would just take a moment and say, I'm done with this. I'm done trying to get people to be, but I'm trying, done trying to be what people need me to be. I'm done trying to seek daddy's acceptance and, and, and instead of being rejected. I'm done trying to get her acceptance. I'm done trying to not make him mad and get him to flip out and, and thump me. I'm done trying to worry about all these things and being a people pleaser instead of really realizing that I have the ability to, ability to create an atmosphere of permeating praise. That it will heal me and my brokenness and it will mend everything that has ever been done wrong to me are you hearing me somebody in this place today it is your praise that will do that it was when she decided and made up her mind that she will bless the lord i said something last week i said you can be pitiful or you can be powerful but you cannot be both it is in this moment right now that you and i can choose to stay where we are or we can rise up out of that place of pity and sorrow and trying to manipulate things and people to try to make us feel right, to feel better. They're never going to change until God intervenes. What God needs to do, you've been so focused. Let God just change you right now. That you would get an attitude. You just say, I'm going to just get free of them in my mind. I'm not going to worry about them in my mind, but my, my focus is going to be like this woman right here. I'm going to bless the Lord. I'm not going to try to get their attention. I'm not going to try to get their approval. Oh, my God. But I'm going to bless the Lord. Because you don't know out of your praise what you just might produce. Out of your praise, your praise produces breakthrough. So she gave and bore her son Judah. And then Judah grew up and bore his first son Perez, which meant breakthrough. And as he was a man of breakthrough, I don't have time to start going through all that genealogy today. But I'm telling you, as we work our way through this, you're going to understand. Your praise will, will, be, will, will rise up a powerhouse. Your praise will permeate an atmosphere. If we're ever going to be and do what God has called us to be and do, we've got to be first and foremost the people of praise. I don't care what they do in Washington. I don't care what our city council does. I don't care what happens overseas. We've got to be a people that say, I will. Bless the Lord. I don't care if they knocked you upside the head last night. I will. Bless the Lord at all times. I don't care if you leave this place and they scream and cuss you out. I don't care what hell you're living where. I want you to make up your mind today. Stand to your feet in this place. Because I believe we're about to fix, to get to a place where we're going to praise our way out of where we are.
I'm not saying that, 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 that it's never going to happen. I'm not saying that everything's going to be perfect. I'm saying that there is, you are going to create an atmosphere in just a few moments that it's going to permeate this place and permeate your home. And it will change the atmosphere. And if, you'll be, if you will choose today to be a person of praise, it will level things that stand in opposition to you. They think they're all big and bad. They think they're great when they uh, humiliate you. They think they're, you've cowered in fear at times. You and I have been through things as children and adults and it's still affecting you. I'm telling you, yes, it will always be a part of your memory, but it does not have to control you. I take people through counseling after counseling after counseling and I always get them to a place where we, we start dealing with their emotions and their feelings and then I get them to a place where I just need them to start thanking God. And the reason is, it's because we cannot continue on a journey where we keep blaming everybody else for what has happened. Instead, I'm going to just take responsibility and say, yes, it happened, but I will. Bless the Lord at all times. Even in abuse, even in rejection, even in whatever it may have been that we've been through in life, I will bless the Lord. I'm not saying that God did it to you. I'm just saying I need you to make a choice today that you're going to bless Him anyhow, that you're going to give Him praise because until you can do that, you're still giving Him power over you. I don't know why I'm going in this direction. It's going in a whole other direction than what I thought. Someone in this place, you need to relinquish control. You need to take it back. You need to take it back today and say, I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise is going to be continuing on my lips. If I'm preaching to you today, I want you to come down here and I want you to begin to worship and praise with me today. If you would do that, come, come, come quickly. We're going to do it. And then I, every person that responds, if others would just follow in and just start praying behind me. We're going, to, we're going to let go. We're not going to be controlled by these things anymore. Glory to God. I'm going to get my worship back. I'm going to get my praise back. Hallelujah. I'm going to be like this woman in Genesis 29. I don't need to be seen or heard or be joined to, but I, I'm going to make a decision. I will bless the Lord at all times, and praise will always be on my lips. Oh, hallelujah. See, there was a healing that took place in her life that day. I sense right now a healing's coming just by you moving out of your chair and standing in the front of this place that an internal healing will take place. It's been holding you hostage what has been done to you. It's been holding you hostage. It's been arresting your emotions. It's, it's not allowed you to be the best version of yourself. But there is healing coming today like came to this woman when she said, He won't see me. He won't hear me. He won't be joined to me. But I will bless the Lord at all times. I'm telling you, if you will get a hold of your praise right now, you won't have to worry another day about what they said, about what you did wrong, about all the things that went wrong in your life. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will always be on my lips. It's not going to escape from your memory, but it's no longer going to control you in this place. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will continually be in my mouth. In my mouth. Just praise Him like that. Just keep praising Him like that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will continually be in my mouth. Praise will continue to be in my mouth. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. I will bless the Lord at all times. Praise will continually be in my mouth. It will continually be in my mouth. Continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Lord, we bless you at all times. Praise will continue to be in our mouth. Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus, we'll give you glory. Glory to God, glory to God. Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I will bless the Lord. you Lord praise will continually be in my mouth I will bless you Lord I will bless you Lord oh God I will bless you Lord I will bless you Lord at all times your praise will always be on my lips Yes, God. Yes, God. Yes, God will praise you. Yes, God will love you. Yes, God. Yes, God. You're inhabiting our praises. Father, I, I, I may feel lonely, but I'm never alone because you're inhabiting this place. You're inhabiting my home. You're inhabiting my car. I thank you, Lord. I, I don't have the need to need them, but God, I have a need that I need you. I need you, God. And so, Lord, I'll give you praise that you can inhabit my place in my home, that you can inhabit my bed, that, Lord, you can inhabit my couch, that, God, I thank you. You're inhabiting with us. You're, you're taking up residence. No longer, God, will I treat you like the hotel, but, God, I create a home for you. Take up residence with me, God. Take up residence and dwell with me. Dwell with me, mighty God. Everything changes from this day forward. Everything changes from this day forward. I will bless you, Lord, at all times. And praise will, it will continually be in my mouth. It will continually be in my mouth. Hallelujah, hallelujah. My God, my God. 
Now, Father, I pray right now in the name of Jesus. God, as we as we lift you up and God, as we praise you, God, I pray that we would praise you when we leave this place. I pray, pray that, God, we would praise you when we go throughout this week. I pray that, God, we would praise you throughout the evening. God, I pray that we create a permeating praise of an atmosphere, God, in our homes. I pray, oh God, that before we ever get home, we're going to praise our way home. That the atmosphere of praise will create an atmosphere that will level our enemies. And so, Father, I pray that for breakthrough, I pray, God, let breakthrough arise through our praise. Let everything that stands in opposition to us, let everything that stands in opposition to me, let everything that has ever wounded and scarred us and caused us to become bitter. God, I pray right now for breakthrough in the name of Jesus. Let the high praises of God be exalted from our mouth. And so God will give you the glory and the honor and the praise. I thank you that breakthrough is ours. I thank you that breakthrough comes because of my praise. It's mine, it's mine, it's mine. I thank you that, that, that every devil in hell will scurry away because of my praise. Because of my praise, hallelujah. God, we'll give you praise and glory and honor right now. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, the church says, amen, amen. Give Jesus a shout of praise, hallelujah. Yes! Glory. Breakthrough. Breakthrough. Breakthrough is yours. Breakthrough is yours. Breakthrough is yours. Breakthrough is yours. Yes. Hallelujah. Breakthrough is yours. Glory to God. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours. It's yours in a moment. Pastor Don's going to share something with you. And while he gets ready to share this with you, let me tell you, on your way out today, we're going to let you sow your tithes, your offerings, everybody online. Can you post that website address for me, please? Online, freshfirechurch.net. Everybody online, you can give on your way out. You can give your tithes or offerings if you haven't already. Let me say one more thing. I'm going to let him share this word. Make sure you read your calendars, your bulletins. There's a lot in there. There's a lot of new stuff. I even wanted to share it with you. But we'll explain more of it next week. The little uh, QR code that's in your bulletin and what that is and what that will give you access to. Stop by the table in the areas where we need your help and your service. From praise team to the media team to cleaning, you name it. There's a lot of great opportunities, and we want everybody to be connected in some way. So stop by, sign up if you can on your way out. And when you give your seat, I'm going to ask a brother to share this word. And then when you're, brother, when you're done sharing this word, if you will uh, pray over the offering, close us out. Hallelujah. Thank you, Pastor. The Lord showed me this vision when we were praising. He showed me Jesus Christ's face right there. The heaven was open. Sons and daughters, since you took the first step, I'm going to lead you the rest of the way. He said, name it, claim it, claim it, and name it. He said, my brothers and sisters, he said, you took the first step, I'm doing what I said I'm going to do. Whatever y'all ask for, God said he's doing it. 
said in Mark 11:24, 24, he said, whatever you believe when you pray, believe that you have it, you shall have it. Name it, claim it. But it is, it's done. It's done. It's done. It's done. Father, as we go, Father, we pray you bless these offerings, Lord God. Father, multiply the hundredfolds back to them from the north, the south, and the east, and the west. Bless their comings and their goings, Lord God. Whatever they do this week, Lord God, that your kingdom dominion will be established, Father God. Whether they in the store, work, on the road, Father, that your presence will be felt, Father God, and that they continue to praise you today, Lord, each and every day. In Jesus' name, amen.